Hey, it's Nick from 50 Campfires, and this is the episode of The Daily Outdoor that we recorded on May 22nd, 2018. Clint and I talk about three different ways to keep the trails and the forest clean. Whether you're out there hiking, or maybe trail running, or even geocaching, we've got some great ways and great tips to help take care of it for the next people. Enjoy. What's up, everybody? It's Nick from 50 Campfires. Happy Tuesday. And Clint from 50 Campfires, what's going on? You, you guys, and I would be the today? worst uh, acapella group of all time. <laughs> I'm into it. What do you think? You want to give it a shot? Well, no, I like the I like the idea of it, but I think that in, in like practicality, you and I are trying to sing acapella and like not a thing. I have a I have the right hat at home, and I think we should head downtown after work. Go barbershop quartet. Pick a corner. Barbershop duo. Is that a thing? Camera Jeff's in barbershop uh, trio. We get, we need a few more so we can do a pentatonics thing. Okay, cool, cool. We'd make some money, right? Campatonics. If we put in, we're making some money. Yeah, that'd be okay. cool. I'll be into that. All right, but oh. we could. There are other ways we could spend our time that'd be better for the environment, which I'm going to talk about today. Hey, but before you go there, what I want to talk about is something that makes no sense. What Perfect. You just said one week from today, just one week away, seven days from right this second, Fifty Campfires Fifth Annual Amp. Your camp. Have we really done it for five years? Fifth annual Amper Camp giveaway where we are giving Man, away. I was a teenager when we started doing that. That's crazy. So many years ago. Huh. <laughs> We're giving away a pile of outdoor camping, backyard, patio, hanging out gear. This year presented by Coast and Tailgater Magazine. That's a cool mag. Yeah, so we cool, got it's a cool rag. Sam. We've got we've got a cool thing. Hey, what's up, Scott? Yes, Andrew Camp's coming back. All new prizes, all new hotness, and keep an eye on this space one week from today. It'll run for ten weeks this summer once again, and it is this year's Would prize. You pack. say it's like the biggest giveaway we do. It's, oh yeah, by far it is the biggest giveaway that we do all year long. We do some pretty cool giveaways. I would say, but Andrew Camp is really where we. We spend our calories. Yeah, and I would think I think you'd have a hard time finding an outdoor gear giveaway that's bigger online anywhere. I mean, it's a it's a that it's one of my favorite parts of this job because it's really fun. I get to send the emails out and be like, "Hey, man, you won!" and people freak out. And we usually have a yeah. kind of a fun back and forth on email. But this year, I think they're getting like There's five or six hundred cool bucks stuff. of gear, and we we don't send it like one person gets it for ten weeks for ten weeks ten every week. Be- oh. So our, the warehouse is full of stuff right now the warehouse guys are having a hard time figuring out where to put all the 50 campfires and if you're listening to us on the podcast Sorry, I will, we will be putting the entry in the show notes on the podcast so keep an eye out there for your chance to win when does it launch nikolai it launches one week from today the tuesday following memorial day 2018 mm, oh memorial day i can't wait we'll it's talk about up this that weekend. later though yeah, yeah should be good uh should be the weather's supposed to be we're gonna hit 90 in a couple days here what's well, not to like about memorial day uh there's nothing to not like yeah, true. I don't have any. I don't have anything. No, Nick, have you ever been walking in the woods? Never. And I mean, yes. Up, picked up a piece of trash. Uh yes. I, yes, I have. I, I bet. I bet every single person watching has or listening. You think so? Uh, to the podcast, has? which if you're not available, Ooh, is aware. Scott on, just booked his available. camping trip to use all of his amp, my camp stuff. I thought he was a winner. Pictures to follow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott won. Scott, you won last year, didn't you? Yeah. So so if, if anyone that's watching this, here we have a guy in the comments who we do not know 
you have not met in person. Who is a real was, live winner? Did you give winner? him a ride to work this morning? So, <laughs> no. Because uh, a lot of people are like, you have people who are naturally skeptical of like, does anyone really win up your camp? Aren't you just, no, it's like we really send this Could you imagine out. if we put all of our energy into coming up with a scam? It'd be, <laughs> it'd be way more like, That'd be way, intriguing than Amper Camp. That'd be way more complex than just doing it for real. Like right. just make it a real yes, thing. Yes, it's a real thing. Right. right. Oh, okay. So go on. Uh, there are. You asked me if I'd ever picked up trash. Yeah, man. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about three ways, three sort of movements, if you will, where people are picking up trash in the woods. Yes, yes. I realize that people have always done this on walks because that's what you'll see in uh, in a lot of these. We actually like doing it at the campsite as well. We always do it at the campsite before we leave. Um, you can always, always, always make a campsite look better than when you arrived. True. Nick has seen me. One of my favorite things to do is if you look around, you don't see anything. Grab a stick and look a little bit closer, and you'll always find a couple bottle caps that you can. Or, or tent stakes. Ah, jinx. Sorry, bro. Can't say a thing until I say it. How do I, how do I release them from jinx? Coke. You got to buy me oh, a Coke. Buy a Coke. Is that Coke. still a thing? No, I don't go on. <laughs> <laughs> I already lost so, interest in this game. So, so people, people have certainly been helping to clean up the forest for a long time, right? But there, there are a couple of ways that are kind of more formalized. Okay. And in the same way that we like to say anything that gets you off of the couch and out in the woods is a good thing. If there is a new hashtag that's all trendy and foreign in one of the cases that people want to hop on Instagram, whatever. I don't care what's getting you out in the woods to pick up trash i'm not following your lineage here if you're out there doing it what does this good. have to do with hashtags if you're out there doing it great well because it's the plugging thing really took oh, off on instagram plugging that's the first oh. time you've said that word oh what's that word you said <laughs> go on plugging all right you guys so so you're trying to use the word plugging is what you want to say yes and this starting, is a trending topic on instagram i'm starting to use the word plugging joe what's up man uh so joe i'm talking to you just you joe so plogging uh, has been adopted for quite a while ago by thousands of Europeans. Uh, it is a play on the Swedish, Swedish word plaka up, meaning to pick up and jogging, and is the act of picking up litter while running. It is a new activity that people are doing in the United States. Is this like speed liquor? Less speed litter picking up? <laughs> What's speed liquor? <laughs> <laughs> it was a wild weekend. I got deep into some speed liquor. No, that's not a thing. I'm speed litter because you're running and picking yeah, up litter. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's right. essentially what it is. I think it needs to help with the brand. You think so? Yes. Plug. Do you remember what were those little things called, Jeff? Did your boy ever play with them? They're like wooden circle or uh, cardboard circles. Uh, pogs. It's like pogging. What's a pog? I don't want to get into it, but okay. it reminds well, me why? too much of plogging. Wait, where's my pen? I can't wait to Google this after Take notes. Take notes of you're about to get educated. <laughs> it's so exciting. So there are already uh, well over 11,000 posts on Instagram. Hashtag plogging. And it's all sorts of people that maybe you were already a runner or maybe you're already a walker. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to grab a trash bag and pick up some trash on my trip. And so, so you just bring a bag out with you and pick up stuff. So it's like. Yeah. Adopt a highway, except you do it while you're running on the trail. Yes. Got it. I always wanted an adopt a highway when I was a kid. I well, don't so know does why. My son wants one right now. See, that's the thing. Why did. why did I want? I wanted that when I was a kid. I was like, we I were, didn't know what I'd put on the sign, but I thought they were so cool. We were driving down the highway. We actually got caught in rush hour traffic this weekend. Sure. And my son looks out the window and he goes, 
Doesn't look like anyone's adapted this highway. Can we? Because it so, was so dirty. Oh, man. So how would you even go about that? Could you call the state and be like, between mile markers, blah, 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 is it open? I'm sure they sell it. They do some, yeah. Should we do a 50 campfires one? That, that should be awesome. Sure. Which, which stretch of highway do you want? Close to work because we're going to have to be out there once a month, right? Yeah. But then you don't have to do it all winter, right? Hey, Lisa's in. Uh, what you do? She's you now pick in up the Halley, deer Idaho. <laughs> Good afternoon in Halley, Idaho, Lisa. How are you? What's up in she's, Halley, Idaho? She's now in Halley, Idaho. Oh, she's now Before in. Before she wasn't. Uh, what's the temperature like there, Lisa? It's Curious. A great, it's a beautiful state. Idaho? You That's know, Kylie our... Fly's been trying to convince us to go there on a trip. I would love to do that. Yeah. We should do that. She could, she could show us around. It'd be awesome. I'm all about it. Hmm. I think Kylie's a little bit more hardcore than I am. Wherever she'd want to show me, I probably couldn't make it there. She's going to sleep on the side of a mountain. Probably. Oh, hey, see that up there? See that ice blip, the ice block there? I'm going to sleep on top you of that. Do that. You got that in you. Maybe 10 years ago. <laughs> she All right. from Southern California to Idaho. That's a big uh, move, I would think. Hmm. Where's Halley, Idaho? I've what's got the, lots of questions about Idaho. It's 70 degrees. What's the what is what, what's your favorite outdoor thing that you've done, Lisa? Because obviously, if you're a fan of 50 campfires, you're a super hardcore outdoor enthusiast, I'm assuming. <laughs> so what have you done? Well, I would like, like to know that. Out in the backyard. Yeah. Either way, whatever gets you outside. Hey, it's all good. Maybe there's a trail she could turn us on to or an area. That's right. super awesome. So another way to uh so then a lot of these things are group activities too, in terms of cleaning up the forest and cleaning up the, <clears throat> there's another one that I, that has been kind of picking up speed and steam on See, Instagram. You're into, the, you're into speed as well. <laughs> speed liquor. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but you I'm curious why. about it. Oh, speed litter. Right. Right. That's what, that's what I uh, meant to say. So another interesting thing, there are a couple cool videos uh, floating around on Instagram. Ooh. Five minute beach cleanup. Hashtag five minute beach cleanup. This is kind of a cool idea. So you bring like, you get like 20 people together and yep. you go out to a, you can do it in a forest as well. And you go out to a particularly littered part of a beach and you play a five minute song. Not hard to find a song. It's about five minutes. Crank it up and everyone has five minutes to get as much trash as they can. It's like a beach party. 20 people can get a huge, huge pile of trash in five minutes. Oh, I'm sure. Or you can play Wipeout three times. Oh God. So we're how long wipeout is? We're a song. As a drummer, I, I detest that tune. Every drummer out there knows. People love to come up to you. I'm sure you're a drummer, but can you play a wipeout? <laughs> no, um, most hard song technically so in the Joe, whole world. Joe always carries a grocery bag with him when he's fishing or walking through the nature trails. I love that, Joe. I think Lisa that's awesome. pulled the Airstream. We pulled the Airstream Shoshone Falls. Mm. Shoshone Falls. I bet you said that right. I, I think you got that you, right. I bet you I did. Nice. Thanks. Thanks, bro. Hey, <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. When we started talking about plugging this whole thing, Outdoor yeah. Bill had brought Hashtag up the idea. Plugging. I brought up the, <laughs> the idea. What did he call in? Cash in, trash out? Well, that's the last thing that I'm going to talk about, oh, sir. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I thought you were done with the beach cleanup. You want to get into it? No, I don't. Cool. So Keep as as some of you might know, if you listen to or watch the show on any sort of regular basis, um, we have several characters off camera. And Outdoor Bill is one of them. And he's like a monster geocacher. He's over collected over a thousand geocaches. I think I'm up to like I've been geocaching 30. with 30. And I always thought I'd like to geocache with an expert geocacher. 
Bill, no offense, it's miserable geocaching with Bill. <laughs> Tell me why. I feel bad for his wife because he is like laser focused. He gets he when he gets within ten feet of it. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't even you can't even talk to him. <laughs> he's feeling around the I bottoms of things, and he's like, "It's got to be around here somewhere." <sighs> like Bill, I'm just. Do we go grab a bite to eat or something? Shh. You know, it's got a bit of focus. Hear it. I might be missing some audio cues. Yes, exactly. No, but <laughs> he's, got, he's got a whole thing going on when he's out geocaching. I love that. Yeah. I think that's great. Maybe the two of you could go out together. I, I don't think I can hang. No, I can't. No, his his passion will just I'll 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 fade before he's even I don't I don't know how many clicks in a day. Ten? Twenty? I don't think that many anymore. I think he's slowed down a little bit. Ooh, he's going to chime in here and land you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so a really cool thing that the geocaching community has been doing ever since what is geo geocaching. Ever since geocaching started, geocaching started in two thousand two, and there are well over uh, a million geocaches on the entire globe. Geocache is a small container; could be this small, like as small as like a screw in Bolt a tree yeah. it could be like or it could be uh i've seen them i've collected them where it's like a huge container like this where there's all sorts of toys in it and stuff and anyways you go on uh you go to the geocaching app on your phone and it tells you the coordinates to it and a couple clues sandy what's up hey sandy and you head out into the woods and Ooh, you find the geocache scott i love this point so this is not something you're going to talk about Let's hear i it. was fishing on sunday with my son we went to a public fishing pier uh here in minnesota yeah and the amount of old line uh, at like a public fishing area right. is disgusting. That yeah, doesn't break down it. and that like hurts fish and turtles sure. and all sorts of wildlife. So Scott's, uh, and if you're fishing, clean up the lake or stream of old fishing line and crap. I do agree with that because Thank it you, is Scott. disgusting. Sorry. Appreciate it. Appreciate, appreciate Scott's work out additive there. to your conversation. This, the Seto. So geocaching, which I think most people probably know what it is, but if you don't, that's what it is. It's Great. finding little tiny containers out in the woods. I absolutely love it. And I'm surprised. I, I can't, if, if you like hiking, I don't know why you wouldn't like adding, finding treasure on your hike. It's so, it's well, great. The thing that's hard about geocaching that's different than a hike is that you, have, you feel sneaky. Right. When I'm out hiking, I don't want to be noticed because I'm just hiking. But you're like geocaching where other people are hiking, and you're the weird guy in the woods digging a hole. And I'm just doing this to be combative because I was—I've actually been geocaching in the last week. Yeah. But like, it's kind of a downside to it. You have to be careful for what are they called? Muggles. 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 Muggles are people in the area who are not geocachers, and you have to be sneaky, as you said, about finding the geocache because if people who are not geocachers find out that there's some little box under a picnic table they might destroy it or be right. idiots and throw it in the garbage or whatever they yeah. do yeah so so ever since geocaching started in 2002 they've also had this movement that is a part of that called CEDO, which stands for cash in trash out and it is something that geocachers a lot of them just naturally do is to go in either hide hide, hide caches for the first time but even just when you're geocaching is to always leave with some trash if you do find it. I sure. love that. And they have, there are two uh, official days per year where they're like, where they're officially organized and you can get big groups of people in your community and get listed on the site and help drive traffic to the event in your town and make it a much 
bigger effort than just a solitary effort when you're out geocaching by yourself. Well, I think everything that you talked about, the whole idea here is to take care of where we enjoy recreating, I would say. I think so. You know, and that's true whether it's a lake or a stream or a trail or a campground, that these places, we can't take them for granted. Well, I definitely feel, you, you probably feel the same way. When, if I'm in a national forest or if I'm in a state park and I'm kind of milling around, I, and we've talked about this before. I think I've even written about this on the site where I feel a, like, I, I feel a sense of ownership because it's like, you're, sure. my tax dollars are going toward that. Yep. And if I'm walking out, around out there. Even when we've been to I places where like our tax dollars don't go towards that. that, right? We've been yeah. to state parks in other states where I've watched you and I take better care of the places that someone else's tax dollars are paying for than. Ugh, we've seen that far too many times Ugh, on the road. Gross. That's a whole other story. <laughs> so that's a whole other show, I think. But yeah, I, I think I think it comes into that sort of expanding your kind of the boundaries of what you think. Are, you know, it's not just your house and your yard. You know, and that goes for everything. It goes for not throwing stuff out of your car window, and but especially when you're out in national forests, state parks, and you're right. I think that's the bottom line, man. Well, you know what? I have a kind of an additive story to add about your cash in, trash out, and your fire it up. Your plogging. Plogging. Hashtag plogging. It's Hashtag so Pinterest. Hashtag Cedo. Um, a popular campground and hiking trail in Summit County. Where we are heading next week in Colorado. Oh, we are going there. Has completely banned campfires. Really? Yes. They've attached a $300 fine to it. Okay. Because of the damage that campfires and unintended fires have done to the area. Like it's gotten to the point where they've passed a law. No fires. Really? Yep. Tenderfoot Mountain area of Colorado. Are we camping um, there? No, we're not. Because too many people have been starting campfires and letting them burn instead of putting them out properly. But yeah. again, kind of just balancing off the idea of trash. I think this is kind of an interesting... I hope that doesn't have more widespread. Water, stir, water. Oh, putting out a fire. That's Smokey's deal. It, well, crush all smokes dead out. <laughs> what I, what That's I, what Smokey's what deal what as I well. Like, what I like about that is that the... The steps that they that they still teach for putting out campfires now, it's exactly the same as like 75 years ago. It hasn't changed at all. Campfire extinguishing hasn't evolved. It doesn't need to. <laughs> no. But you still need Did to you see the other thing that so I should have grabbed it. I should print it out. But the other thing that I saw uh, that was of interest was the teenager who was responsible for starting the fire in I did Oregon. See this. I did did see you this. see what the was it two and a half million dollars? Thirty-six million dollars. Thirty-six million dollars. He's fine. Teenagers find $36 million for burning, for starting a wildfire with fireworks. Can you imagine? What do you say to your so parents? He's on a, so he's How on do you like go a, home and be like, hey, he's mom. On a, he's on a payment plan, Cameron Jeff. For the rest of his life? For the rest of his life. <laughs> He'll never $36 million. <sighs> so, I mean, it's like, I mean, hundreds of homes were destroyed because he was screwing around with fireworks in the woods. He's going to have to leave the country. <laughs> Don't you think? Like, you're the guy that burned down how many homes, ruined all this natural outdoor area. And then the second you get to overseas, you're recognized instantly. That's the guy that owes the government $36 million. <laughs> you know who you You look familiar. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, that, that kind of blew me away a little bit. Not That's into that. Pretty heavy. You think they're going to stick to it his whole life? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's brutal. He's gonna obviously imagine, try to fight it at some point. Imagine right? getting hired at a new job and they dock your pay to pay back the government to for the wildfires from the thirty six million dollars of oh. damage you did. When oh, you were you're a teenager. that guy. You're that guy. The desk <laughs> is gonna be in the corner. If if I so think about yeah, that's an interesting point. Think what if that person worked here? How we'd talk about about them? Oh, hey, did you meet new guy? Hey, do you know who he is? Right? You know no. what he's known for. <laughs> Oh, that's the guy. Oh, that yeah, you're right. That'd follow you around in a terrible way. All right, so we've got on one show note, left this week before big Memorial Day weekend. Kaboom. And we'll talk about what we're going to do on the next show. And then we've got Amber Camp starting a week from today. And then a week from Thursday, we're leaving for Colorado. Yeah. Holy There's smokes. a lot going on, man. This is the busy time of year for 50 Campfires, and we're excited to have you along here with us. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the magazine. They're both free, and they're both awesome. I am Nick from 50 Campfires. And Clint from 50 Campfires. We'll see you on Thursday. All right. Cash in, trash out. Make sure you take care of our great outdoor places for everyone that comes after you. For more tips, tricks, gear reviews, recipes, and more, visit us at 50campfires.com. And don't forget, please subscribe and rate the 50 Campfires Daily Outdoor Podcast. We'll see you next time.